Let me let me just start this over here. Lost my train of thought halfway. <laughs> Never stopped you before. <laughs> That's true. But this time I need having insomnia and I haven't haven't had enough of my strong brew yet. Best best thing to do is play play some Michaelis Rock, then you still for stage. Actually, yeah, I, I, my mistake was my mistake was I was listening to Elton John. Uh, that, that was, you keep awake, la. you stay awake, what you wanna listen. Yeah, I mean I was listening to his slow songs, but yeah. Anyway, okay, okay, let's start again. Three, two, one. Hello and welcome to another exciting episode of Lion City Rock. The only podcast about Singapore's pop music scene from the past, present, and future that you that that we really need to listen to. It's all you need. Yep, I'm joined. To, my name is Chris, and I'm joined today by my favorite singer, songwriter, singer songwriter, composer, uh, writer, <laughs> educator, multi alpha uh, hyphenate legal. Your legal favorite multi hyphenated. Yeah, my favorite. <laughs> My favorite multi hyphenate co-host, Kevin Matthews. Say hello, Kevin. <laughs> hello, Kevin. Hi, hi. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, today today's topic of discussion is uh, soundtracks. Soundtracks. Uh, movie, movie soundtracks, you know. Movie the, soundtracks. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know if people remember what those things are. OST. You hardly get any of that these days. Um, or if you do, it's, it's, it's just in just for well, very few. Very still, few. They still have it. They still do put it out, but it's it's it as it wasn't as uh, bountiful as last time, you know. Per se. Yeah, I mean it's it's a different concept nowadays compared to the heyday of the eighties, where soundtracks were basically hit albums as well because they had all the yes, hit songs. Yes, it. yes, yes. Right. So that's why for this year, the throwback to that would be uh, Top Gun Maverick. I was just gonna say I was because yeah. I went to watch Top Gun Maverick, and that yeah. got me thinking about the previous, the old soundtrack, the original Top Gun soundtrack, mm. which had yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, a whole bunch of hits. Right. So therefore, back in the day, bands and artists they wanted to do songs on 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 uh, film soundtracks because that mm. would you know guarantee to a certain extent. Like for example, Simple Minds, their first US hit was. Right, don't oh, you forget about don't me. Don't you forget about me. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. it's not uh, the original song. Yeah, that was on a Breakfast Club uh, yep. soundtrack, right? And it became yeah. a hit, right? So even now, right, because like the kids nowadays, because we used like when I was doing a, a, a module in in Republic Poly, right, we used to get them to watch Breakfast Club. So the moment, because the moment the Silver Mind songs comes on. There are quite a few kids who actually sing along. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. And this is like maybe four, four five years ago, which is pretty amazing. It's like always yeah. like they start singing along. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> wow, well done, parents. Or either they are very good themselves to, do <laughs> to pick up this kind of thing. Pick right? up all this kind of thing. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, of course, I mean, you know, I mean, if you want to really delve into the history of soundtrack, the biggest one is uh, from like the decade before, lah. Yeah. 1978. Saturday Night, Saturday Night Fever. Fever. That, yeah. that, that's like the huge, the massive, huge one. Massive. Here's the thing, right? I mean, a couple, um, last season, season two, we had uh, Eric Koo mm. coming on to talk about um, yeah. 
his movies and how music plays a big part. Yeah, my, my buddy, my buddy. Yeah. And uh, I mean, not only did he essentially kickstart the whole um, movie scene again in Singapore in the 90s, mm. but he also kickstarted the, the I, I mean, I believe, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think he, he was the guy who actually kickstarted the whole local music soundtrack, so called the soundtrack uh, era. The soundtrack era for Singapore uh, Singapore music. Yeah. Singapore film. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like the kind of synergy between the two. Like. Mm. Yeah. But as usual, yeah. like, we, are, we are always a decade late. So, yeah. yes. <laughs> 1995. No, I mean, the 90- that happened in 1995. <laughs> yeah, okay. We a few years there. I mean, because I think by that time, internationally, the, the heyday of the soundtrack was slowly starting to, to wane already by then. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in terms of it being a compilation movie soundtrack is what I'm talking about. I mean, of course, the, people still release the scores. Right, so you get you get things like Titanic, which which yeah. had a massive the, the soundtrack was a massive hit, but only because of that one one one, uh, one single uh, song. yeah the single yeah and that was the only song that was a vocal track in the whole score. The rest of it is just an orchestral yes, composition. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, which is you the know? normal, the usual yeah uh, sound, and, and, soundtrack that you get like. Yeah, and and that was I mean that was that that also was a trend like, where you just get one artist. One like mm. pop singer or, or yeah, artist yeah. or whoever, yeah. like James Bond. Yeah. Bond films only had the one pop artist. I mean, it, it makes it makes perfect marketing. I mean, the synergy like I said before. I mean, cross. It's a basically a cross marketing between music yeah. and film. I mean, it's a bit of a no brainer. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so so for for Singapore, I think we had several different soundtracks. I mean, including uh, what was that? Chicken Rice War was one of Chicken them. Chicken Rice War in the late nineties. There was also teenage textbook. Teenage textbook, the movie they had a they had a soundtrack for that as well. Yeah. Um. They also had a soundtrack for uh, Forever Fever, right? Fever. That was e- also eating air. So eating air, yes, eating air also mm. had soundtracks and stuff. That's quite a lot, really. Yeah. <laughs> All things considered, yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah, and for me also, these soundtracks were like I mean, we, we a couple of episodes ago we talked about music compilations and all that but uh, to me these soundtracks were also another another into the local music scene uh, because yeah. uh, mostly a lot of times um, not just in Singapore but I think uh, around the world as well a lot of the songs from your favourite bands that ended up on soundtracks were yeah. not songs that were found on their albums generally yes. uh, at that time at that time mm. nowadays yeah. maybe yeah, but at that time it was either a deep cut from the album that they put out as a song it was hardly ever the hit single that ended up on the soundtrack like, yeah. you know Stone Revivals contributed several songs to the Chicken Rice War mm. um, not all of them were actually found on their their, their album same with same with Tanya's uh, if I'm not wrong Tanya's contribution to the same album I mean that, that, that uh, Chicken Rice War is basically uh, Tanya and Stone, Stone Revival yeah, yeah. No yeah. with a couple of other yeah. people thrown in just for a good measure well, let, let, let's let's start at the, the beginning, like the first one. The very beginning, is it? Yeah, That's a very good f- place to start. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never, no, I bet nobody ever thought of that. <laughs> tremendous, tremendous. Yeah, thank you, thank you. I try, yeah. I try. Yeah. We'll be here next week. All yeah. night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so so the first one, as you kind of alluded to earlier, uh, Eric Koo's uh, first, his debut hmm. feature, uh, Nee Potman. Uh, 1995. Right. So, so that was uh, the kind of the first kind of original motion picture soundtrack for a local film. 
Yeah. And it was a CD basically uh, released uh, under the Tim label, actually. Oh, Tim, really? Oh, I, for some reason, I kept thinking it was uh, Pony Canyon or one of those. No, 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 no. no the, uh, Pony Canyon is later, but it was basically Tim, okay, Patrick, okay. Chung's, Patrick Chung's label. Yeah. And distributed, well, says here, marketed by BMG. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. That, that yeah, would, because, that, you know, that because, be yeah. Right, so it basically, um, most BMG of the, were the odd fellows, uh, were the odd odd fellows, fellows distributors label. as well. Yeah. So most most of the the album actually uh, features the original score, which is composed by John Compa. Right. Um, yeah. And 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 there were then there were these bonus tracks, um, five or six uh, bonus tracks. Yeah. Which were from bands. Right. So that was artists. that was the thing I wanted to ask because I, I I've lost my copy of this soundtrack. Yeah. So it's actually primarily. Like two thirds of it is actually just the just a just like a music score, right? Uh, sorry, I sh I should actually should I should correct that. Actually, ten tracks are score. There's oh, a bonus yeah. track. Bonus the bonus tracks that I just mentioned were actually not in the movie. Oh right, right. Okay. But there okay. are there 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 are a couple of tracks uh, which were in the movie, I believe. Right. right? tracks from Opposition Party, which opened. Which opens which opens the movie lah. Yeah. Uh, which is Lonely Realm. Right. Then there's I Love I Love Singapore. Then uh, Odd Fellows over again. Right. Then two tracks from Padres Radio Station uh -huh. Teenage Story. Right. So these are the ones that were in the movie. In the movie, they're in the right. soundtrack itself. Yeah, mm -hmm. but there were other songs that were not in the soundtrack. No. So they but are considered bonus tracks. Okay, were they in the movie as well? Because no, I no, no, not in the movie. So okay. like like Livonia, Venus Flytrap, ah, okay. Foggy Daylight by Odd Fellows, Teenage Queen, Stone Revivals, Be My Baby, Sugar Girl, Sugar Flies. So these weren't in the the. the they're not. They're not in the movie. Yeah. Uh, right. But the earlier ones I mentioned, I think right. most of them, uh, would be like because you have uh the one of the characters who is the brother of. The, the female protagonist, mm -hmm. right? Uh, Bunny's yeah, sure. yeah. brother, who's played by George. Oh, <laughs> you remember? Okay. <laughs> so <laughs> I think, yeah. Yeah, yeah. so he's like a, this, like a younger brother, and then he, he's, you know, he's always shown in his house alone in the HB flat, and he's right. playing music, and all the music he's playing is local music. It's like, like including, music. <laughs> okay, okay. I love, I love Singapore and stuff like that. Nah. I mean, movie wise, it was, was quite a, a daring movie in a way. Lah. I mean, uh, when I when I heard the soundtrack, it remind actually it, it no it reminded, it reminded me a, a little bit of uh, um, the Hans Hans Zimmerish soundtracks for the Wim Wenders movies, where you know the primarily it was a score, a very very fast score. It, there's no like large orchestration or anything. It was, it's very pure. Yeah. yeah, it's more, more yeah it's, it's synthesizer lah. And also because of the way the the pop songs were used in the film, right? So like uh like I love Singapore. If I'm not wrong, it what you just hear. A yeah. Little snippet, it's, so it's, it's, like it's playing. It's as, playing on his boombox Ah, uh, it's on a boombox, yeah, and you and just hear that quick snippet. Jumping around, dancing, or whatever Yeah. So it's unlike unlike like some other 
ways. It's about, it's about a like, minute actually. They play about a minute of it. Yeah, it wasn't the full. It wasn't the full. No, song not the full song. Either, right? yeah. Yeah. yeah, Instead of like you know how how in a lot of other movies sometimes pop songs are used as the soundtrack as like when yeah like maybe maybe I mean you were you were involved in this so maybe maybe you can talk a little bit about how 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 you got involved or, and didn't you also do another track that was yeah. Yeah, so I mean, there are a couple of tracks in there. I mean, of course, like I said, I mean, uh, Eric Kuh's a very good friend of mine. So um, that always helps. So, um, I mean, prior to, I have known him, I've really known him for a couple of years before Mipok Man. Uh, and, and prior to that, he'd been, you know, he had started doing his short films. Hmm. Uh, and that was kind of get, getting traction for him, you know, getting a awards and stuff like that so um i mean he had already you know talked to me before about idea of me man basically the idea of me man comes from one of damien sin's stories in the you know singapore horror stories mm. i you know at the time you know compa was a uh also a good friend <laughs> and uh kind of eric got him you know to do the, the soundtrack mm. and but he also wanted me to contribute something to the score itself. Right, right. But I was quite resistant, you know, because, <laughs> because I've never done that before. Because I'm I'm a singer songwriter, you know, I write rock songs, folk songs, whatever, but but not you know literally write an instrumental track for I had never, never done really done that before. Right. But he can't insisting so he kind of brought me down to this studio, I think Pileva or wherever it is, right? And then he played me the clip where he wanted me to put in the the, the, the the song. And then it was this song, which is called Little Girl Lost, which he has heard demos and stuff. So then he says, can you just play an instrumental version of that song? Right, right, right. So it was really, really literally on, on uh, just uh, just kind of off the cuff, just played it then. Oh, hang on a minute. On, on the keyboard. Like yeah. then, then, like he brought you in, you just saw the scene for the first time. You never seen yeah. that scene before, right? Obviously. Yeah. I, yeah. Oh. Then he then he gave me some direction, which he does very well. Okay. Right? okay. That's what he's excellent at. He's very good at doing that. Right? His ideas are always spot on. So he he said, Oh, you know, because he knows my 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 stuff so well, he can just tell me he can <laughs> sometimes he knows my music better than I do. It's quite <laughs> quite scary. It's quite scary actually. So then, then he'll say, Okay, you know, play, you know, play a little bit lost, and then just play as instrumental. And that's what I did. And it's what you what you hear uh, on the on the score. So like when I watched the movie, finally watched the movie, and that part came out, and I was listening to it, I'm like, yeah, I I, I can do this, <laughs> <laughs> you know. But it's all because you know he saw something there, mm, mm, you know, mm. he heard something, right? So that that's what he does. Uh, that's what Eric does. He, you know, that's what he can do. Okay. I mean, I I, th- I think he was also saying uh, in in the interview that uh, when he appeared on the show um, that about how he got all the different ideas um, for putting them into into Me Punk Man, right? Like like he was like for him sometimes it wasn't just like I need a, a, a song here, but in his mind he really knows exactly. Yes, I want this song and it has to be this particular song and let's try to get that song or, or like the artist, let's say like say 
you know, um, radio station or, or even I love Singapore, which was coming out on that one. Like, you yeah. know, you think that you could just put anything in there and nobody will actually notice that kind of thing. But for him, he he I, he was quite specific. He he did mention something like he he specifically wanted certain songs and it had to be at that point. And you know, even though it's like a background kind of thing where nobody's actually paying attention. You know, it could be music in an elevator kind of thing for all you know. No, I mean for him, the is is part of his process, as as you mm. mentioned. Uh, because he's a big music fan um, right. and a big film fan, of course. So those two things actually inform. So he, he's back and forth. As he says, he needs music to inspire him to, to create. Yeah. Right? So he's actually listening to music all the time. So when he's creating, uh, whether he's writing like story ideas or when he's storyboarding, uh, because he's an artist as well, so he storyboards the film. Right, he's always listening to music. So he's actually, the music is actually inspiring him. Sometimes, right, like he would take demos and songs and stuff and play them during shoots. So the, the, the yeah, so the cast and crew can also listen to and hopefully get inspired. So it's a very in- integral part of his process, music. Very integral part. So, yeah. So it kind of makes sense that, that he would want to because obviously this whole uh, soundtrack album was his idea. Okay. <laughs> you can bet on it. Like, it all comes from his, from his brain. Uh. Yeah. So he'll be... And then obviously, you know, everybody, you know, people know who he is and he knows who... He has a lot of amazing contacts. So he's always able to kind of uh, get it done. This kind of thing. Yeah, I guess the other the other the other soundtrack of course that he did um, was for uh, Twelve Stories. Yeah, Twelve Stories, which came out in '97. Yeah, um, this was under Spring Roll. Spring Roll, because they were one of the financiers of the, of the movie as well. Right. Okay. Yeah, because Jimmy basically, you know, because had <laughs> had access to certain funding, obviously, right. <laughs> So basically, yes, uh, after after me pop man, I think he was telling Eric that hey, I, I you know, let yeah, me fina- let me finance your next movie kind of thing lah. Oh okay okay. He was he was like driving the thing very much that he wanted to uh, finance Eric's uh, next movie, mm. right? And of course, then he could do the music and everything. Right, right, right. Yeah, that, I mean, I I guess that was also his his inner as a. Because at, at that point in time, Spring Roll and Pony Canyon were putting out, um, I think, as we mentioned in the compilations episode, a lot of compilations. Yeah. Um, and, and this was another way to feature um, the artists. That yeah. some of, most of them, I think, are on their label. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and that's the thing about how fate right, works out, right? Because I can tell you, if, if not for the financial crisis, right, which happened yeah. around that time, yeah. Right. Because Jimmy Wee was very, very interested in pushing film now at this point. Oh, okay. Because he had redone really all the music thing. Right. And he had like almost like cut blanche right, yeah. with, with, with Spring Roll yeah. and, and with Pony Canyon. 
right? So I think if not for the financial crisis, you know, that would have been the next stage. Wow. Where he would have gone in and, you know, I mean, this is all I, what I got from Eric. La, right. That, that Jimmy, Jimmy was very, very keen on, you know, you know, oh, I want to go to Khan, I want to go to all the oh, film festivals. Right, 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 right. Okay. I mean, why not, right? I mean, yeah. he's, he's, he's you know, on a different level. Mm. <laughs> yeah, so actually for me personally, uh, tell stories... I mean, because of my experience on Report uh, Man, that one song. Mm. So I was, I was ready when Eric said he want to do the soundtrack, the whole thing. Right. So you, so you actually did all the all the songs, the score, basically. I wrote, I wrote, I composed. Right. Uh, so I composed the score, and as is quite usually the case, uh, you know, then you have somebody else take on and mm. they arrange it and perform it and compose it. So actually, right. the people. Uh, Based on my compositions, you had we had this time we had Kompa again, right? Because he's pretty good producing. And then the other character is Yao. Yao is in the second lounge. Yao. Yeah. So so that that's basically so as you you can see that there's not that much score. That so it's kind of like the reverse. Yeah, it's the reverse of yeah. Reverse of Hip Hop Man. So there's not much score, yeah. but a lot of the tracks were in the score. So you know. Yeah. So so I mean, looking at looking at this, there's eight, uh, 18 tracks on this thing. There's the 12 stories theme, which was also performed by Yao. Um, there's the there's a song called uh, My Life, yeah. um, which was also the theme, uh, basically the theme the theme track. The theme track, yeah. The theme the theme yeah. song for the whole movie. Which, which was uh, sung by, by Jacinta. Jacinta, yeah, Jacinta Vishkanadan. Yeah. And then four other, just those are strictly instrumental, right? Just um, yeah. the, four other tracks, uh, like the playground, the closing team and uh, yeah and and the rest of the, the rest of the, the the soundtrack one two three what fourteen about I mean minus those two you get twelve songs uh, are just uh, songs by other by various artists uh, but I think if most, I'm not wrong all of them are in the film itself like obviously my perfect ten is definitely a scene where the Bunpin character Bunpin character is jogging so that's played. So it's like it's like you hear a voiceover, basically it's radio. I think I think the other the other I mean the key songs from these um were Good Deal by Storm yep, Revival. Yep. Yeah, that, that's a great track. Yeah. That's a, a fantastic song. Mm. Um and uh, if I am weak by Humback Hulk. Yeah. To me. The, which I think, I mean, which I think closes out I think that closes out the the show, right? The movie, yeah. Uh, yeah. If I'm not if wrong. I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah, if I remember correctly. It's been a long time yeah. since I've seen that one. Yeah. It is yeah. on Netflix. <laughs> that's true. That's true. We can go and check it out. Um, yeah, but uh, I, I want to. I also want to point point out this one. I put you on the spot. Uh, Lam Mei Yi, who was the lead actress in, in this, uh, in yeah. this uh, show, yeah. she does a version of my one and only. Yeah. Tell me about that. Let's, let's talk about. It. Well, I I had nothing to do with that whatsoever. <laughs> apart okay. from the fact that it's my song because. Uh, as usual, uh, because Eric is besotted with that song. So he was like, oh, I want a version of this. So basically, that's what he told Jimmy. Then Jimmy basically ran with it. So basically, they got uh, Martin Tang, right, to produce it. And he, okay. he basically, everything you hear, everything is, is just basically produced by Martin Tang. And then Lamy just sang on it, lah. Right. Oh, right, right. That's, so, that's, so that's basically it. That's so you weren't involved in the arrangement. I didn't do anything with it. No. Oh, okay, okay. Just write the song and then. Okay. Yeah. He is so lovely.
Actually, what I like about this soundtrack, um, which I can't remember whether it was also done in Nippon Man, but this in this soundtrack, um, it has a lot of snippets from the movie, um, preceding preceding yes. soundtracks yes. and stuff like that, right? So yeah, no, so like before Man a song starts, Nippon Man doesn't. Nippon Man didn't. Nippon Man is just straight, just music, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. So this was this was also another thing which which I I I, I used to love back in the day mm. when soundtrack would include. Snippets from the movies, yeah, yeah. the songs and stuff like that. Only because if, especially if you like the movie, you know, oh, you can you can immediately visualize. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. The song comes out like, yeah. like uh, I mean, one of one of my favorite ones from that time. I mean, not a local one, but uh, Robert Rodriguez, uh, Desperado, when his soundtrack features a lot of uh, you know uh, musicians like Jay Los Lobos, uh, Tito and Tarantula. Right. All playing all these songs, and you know it's always interspersed with uh, clip, uh, clips from the so-called sound yep. audio clips from the movie, yep. uh, yep. actors yep. talking something like that. That that was one of the things that I was like, wow, okay. So yeah. now we're stepping up to that game too because you know it's 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 easy to put out a whole thing which is just music, right? Yeah, I mean you can just put a score. You can just even go according to like opening theme all the way to the ending theme, and that's yeah. the soundtrack. But yeah. when you have things like this coming in, yeah. it really shows a sense of purpose and a sense of, you know, well, the craft, the whole idea of crafting it has been, you know, it, you put a lot of thought into crafting the thing uh, to make sure that in the right audio clips. Well, uh, also, the other thing I want to point out is this one had better budget compared to <laughs> okay. the Mi Pop Man album, yes. Right, right, right. Okay. Because this one, yes, you had Spring Roll behind it. Uh, right. And like I said, when it comes to Spring Roll, right, it's yeah. almost like Cut Blanche. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy, Jimmy approve. Okay. Jimmy approved like blank check. <laughs> I mean, to a certain extent, that is true. It's, it's weird because this one, I think of all the, the soundtracks, this is the, the, the big one. Right? I remember at the time, yeah, it was, it was a big one because there's a lot of, uh, you know, because Spring Row behind it. And back then, right, Spring Row were like, Top of the heap, right? As far as music industry was concerned, here, right. So it had a lot of had a lot of backing, and of course, you know, you know Jimmy was in love with uh, everything about it—the movie, the soundtrack, everything. So it was great for him. So in fact, there were like quite a lot of promotional. I remember there was some variety show. I can't remember what, and they featured like a, you know some performances. Like they had Jacinta. Perf- uh, perform the, the my life. The thing about my life here, uh, the the version that's done here. I mean, my life basically is very melancholy, a very morose song. It's it's, it's a ballad basically, right? Uh, and the, the lyrics actually are very very kind of sad, depressing lyrics. So the story was that much later on, I heard from because like Christine Sham. So Christine actually is an arranger. That has worked with me on you know a lot of subsequent uh, Eric Kuhn movies. So kind of when I met up with her, because she's a very close friend of Martin Tang. So I think when she was mentioning to Martin that oh she's working with me for the subsequent the next soundtrack album, right, right. Then I think he mentioned oh yeah I remember him he yeah I I worked on some of his songs right right and you know when I you know and then he mentioned my life it's like. You know, he really wanted to ask, "Is are you okay? Is something wrong because of my lyrics, right?" And that was like eight years after. <laughs> I'm like, "Alama, <laughs> <laughs> it's only lyrics, lah. Come on." But what's hilarious is that 
the my life, like I said, for this album, the first part of it, yes, it's nice and slow and, and all that. Maybe because yeah. of, maybe okay. because of dance track. <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and it, it, the lyrics are very verose, right? So he has singing at the beginning, and then, yeah, and then all the dancers come on and they start dancing to this song, and the lyrics is like, what the hell? She did an- another version for one of her solo albums. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, yeah. Was it the or back? To, or was it like following closely to the original? Uh, it's. A, idea I think or... it's an out. It's a. It's a. I think it's also produced by Martin Tang, but that it's not dance lot. So it's closer to right what I would have done. Um, and the album's actually called My Life. I think if I'm not wrong. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I think it came out the year after or. Not sure. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my my own I, my own experience with sound, you know, offering tracks for soundtracks uh, or for for movies or, or TV or whatever. It's only uh, the first one was also with Eric. <laughs> Very cool. Um, he was doing because he did this anthology. I think it was called Drive. I remember. I remember. It was quite interesting the way it was done because he. he I, I don't know how he actually came came to hear these these songs because this this was this were a couple of tracks that I had been we were, my band had been working on before we decided to like implode and uh, we didn't release any of these tracks um, but somehow he heard it and then he said hey I want to use these these two songs in in this uh, episode they said okay and I'm like yeah okay so it, so you know <laughs> it was very fast because he was like so can you come on tomorrow to Sign, sign the agreement. I'm like, oh, 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 I don't know anything about what's going on, and and mm-hmm. it's like that. And, and as 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 you know, as Eric also said, he likes to work very fast. He doesn't he doesn't wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're Same. free. Let's just get the thing sorted and then get it done. So, so that was quite interesting for me. Yeah. So by the time I got down, he already had like worked out. You know, it wasn't like oh, I just heard it yesterday, and uh, you know, let's just see what we can do with it, kind of thing, right? So it's more like. Yeah, I, I know I want to use this bit. I want to take this bit and that's it. Mm. I was like, yeah, okay, sure, why not? Yeah, so 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 that's the thing about drive because I, I did the the theme song. Mm. Um so that was recorded with, I think at the time, the crowd. So it's basically with Tim Nolan and with Aziz. Right, okay. okay. Yeah, so it's actually, it sounds very similar to our, our theme song for Lion City Rock. It has a very similar vibe. <laughs> okay, okay. Very similar vibe, yeah. So it's actually something I played on guitar. Uh, right, right. Yeah. It's an instrumental, so like, it's a mm. bit like a Malay, like a pop yeah yeah kind of. Ah, okay, okay. Uh, sounds like that. But, you know, I don't have, like, a, dig- a file of it at all. Oh, really? Song. Yeah, yeah. I don't have, oh, I only okay. have, like, a D- I only have a DAT. Oh, okay, okay. 
Yeah, wow. it's like okay. lying around somewhere. I have a DAT of which is which says drive, <laughs> which is only one track, one track inside. <laughs> right. right, right. Yeah. Okay. So like, I keep asking Eric, hey, do you do you have do you have do you have? Yeah, I think he doesn't because he doesn't own the rights to that series. The series is a MediaCorp series. Yeah, I think it was a MediaCorp thing. If I'm not yeah, sure. so I just want to ask you something. Uh, I mean, because we were talking about my one and only that was done by yeah, by, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was also again done. If I if I remember correctly, wasn't it done again for another show, a Chinese show? Yeah, one leg kicking. I, I for some reason, okay, for some reason, I kept thinking. I remember this. This would be sometime in the two thousands, and it was a Chinese movie, and it was like about this guy and this this cool kids. He yeah, he, that's one leg kicking. <laughs> what's that one leg kicking? I can't remember. The, I can't remember the. Two thousand, huh? I can't think. Two thousand. No, no, no. Yeah, later than that. Later than that. I, for some reason, later I than that. Later than that. Don't have. Yeah, this would be when I was with, when I was working. Uh, don't I was have. Writing later, for, I was writing for the have, papers already. No, don't have. Later than that. Don't have. Don't have. Yeah. I mean, my one and only has been featured in, like, in film and TV at least seven, eight times. Right. 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 So you have uh, twelve stories we're talking about. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Obviously, that's them. Then uh, one leg kicking. Was it right? done so by have... you, or was it by? No, 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 no. So it's done. Okay, so that okay, so it's done in various uh, in a karaoke scene where Mark Lee is singing it. Mark Lee and Sharon Mark Powell. Lee. Okay, okay. Right, and then Mark Mark Lee is like you know, and it, throughout the movie, he kind of sings it to her, kind of randomly. Ah, uh, okay, yes, it's like a love song to her, that kind of thing. Right, right, right. right? So, and then on the soundtrack album, so that has a soundtrack album as well. Right, yeah. That's, uh, one, yeah. that's why I forgot yeah. about. There is a Mandarin version sung by Sharon Now. Ah, okay, okay. Yeah. So actually, Joe Ng was the like put the the producer of that that soundtrack album. Right, right, right. Okay. Yeah. So then, uh, uh, my one and only is also in this uh, U.S. Uh, that girl in Pinafore. Oh, because right, right. there's a scene where I'm I'm playing it. I'm actually, I'm okay, in so it that's actually. you. That's you. That's uh, maybe me that's the one I'm thinking of. But yeah, maybe so that's I'm, the one I'm thinking of. But that's of. much later already. <laughs> it's a Mandarin movie. Yeah. So that's much later. Also can be found on Netflix, I think. Uh, so it's in a pub and then there's a scene in the pub then I, I'm playing it and singing. Ah, that's it. That's right, it. right, right. Okay. Yeah. So, so that's another instance. Then there are a few instances where it's like playing over in this restaurant background, uh, like like ramen tea, there's one, then there's right. one one of the the folklore, uh, folklore second season in Japan of all places. In Japan, you know. The song is playing in Japan. This is the Ayumi Hamasaki Japan. episode. The Seiko Matsuda. Ah, Seiko Matsuda, sorry, yeah. Ah, Seiko Matsuda directed yeah. that. <laughs> and then there's a restaurant scene, then you hear my one and only coming through. It's so like, wow, this is really <laughs> fantasy. I thought Eric, this is really fantasy, really. <laughs> fantasy. And then also for last year's uh, Late Night Ride, which I did the soundtrack for, the score for, uh, the director, so he also put in, uh, he also wanted to put in a few of my songs randomly. Right. <laughs> so there's also my wife only playing in the, like in the 7-Eleven. Okay, okay. Then there are, there are those, there the characters are outside eating. There you can hear it just bleeding out of the seven. Look at the doors open. Yeah, so uh, listeners, you know, my one and only possibly holds the record for being used the most times in, <laughs> in a visual no, format. 
No, la, probably <laughs> something like Surfing USA has been used how many times. No, la, I mean local music. La. Oh, local music. Not local. Okay. I'm talking about local song. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In that respect, yes. <laughs> That's probably it. <laughs> That's probably it, yeah. Because, you know. In the most unexpected of places. <laughs> and the best part is still Japan. Nah. That's the best part. That's the best part. I love her madly. And I want her only. And nothing really matters. Long as she's in my eyes. Kid, right, one leg kicking, your chicken rice war. That was the last two soundtracks. Uh, be with me or be with me was the last one. Oh, be with me, right, right, right. Okay, oh, okay. five, two, five. So that'll be just at the cusp of, the, yeah. Did that have any? Did that have any? Uh, be, no, be with me had no, it's just a score. Uh, yeah, it was basically just a score, and it, there are some extra tracks. But the extra tracks were like, you know, like we had Christine do one of her songs and then I sang one of my songs. Right. There was no, like, it was all very, very in-house. Right, right. So we it were just doing our, doing our own things. Right. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so that, that's basically mostly score la, for that one. So Eric was actually saying, um, there's a, because there's a scene in Be With Me uh, where you had the two girls uh, and then there's the very happy music, right? And then they're like, you know, putting makeup on each other. You know, and then strangely, he, then he sent me a clip, which is a Japanese film, quite recent. And he's basically following it, you know. What do you mean? Like, it's like, it's, for it's like, beat for beat. it's a homage to it. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Some Japanese film, it's like, like some well-known Japanese film, no. And then he was like, oh, be with me fans. <laughs> And I was like, whoa, this is something else, man. <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah, yeah. But, but that's basically signal that. Uh, because after that, of course, Eric has had movies still, mm-hmm. right? But, you know, it's no point already. Uh, I mean, what you have to do a yeah, like an soundtrack, soundtrack album. Soundtrack, right? yeah. 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 So, because even though, like, nowadays, even for Ramen Tay, like, we're talking about Oh, you know, maybe you should want to do something, put it on Spotify and all that. I couldn't be bothered. Even though I could hmm. basically do it easily. Right. Easily do it. You know, just take the tracks and, and, and put it up. But I could be bothered. <laughs> put it on Bandcamp or something like that. Nah. Something else. Nah. I mean, the streaming services, uh, I mean, we all have our, our own little yeah, things about the streaming services. Uh, but yeah. You know, but because then, I think, yeah. I mean, personally, lah, to me, again, these are all so-called records I mean not just record as in like a record but mm. a, a record of uh, you know the sign of the times so to speak and you yeah. know I mean I'm, I'm a bit of a I, I like that kind of stuff I, I mean I find it I find it like it, it's it's a bit it's a bit sad sometimes that, that we don't have all these kind of milestones or, or it's a signpost basically that, mm. that chart the, the sound the sound of the so-called sound of Singapore it could be, yeah. you know yeah. I mean because yeah. so many things you can't get anymore even like you know we were talking yeah. about music compilations you were talking about things like Class X Class X too yeah. you know there's no official there's yeah. no official yeah. Class X like playlist or whatever right uh, no yeah not on any of the official no. so I mean you can get it I mean there are people who uploaded it 
by themselves. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. It's good yeah. because you know you get the chance to listen to all that kind of stuff again. But yeah, but yeah. generally you don't have uh, and, and if you don't have all these signposts, then you don't know where you you don't yeah. know where you come from. It's very difficult to plot yeah. where you're going. You know, because you could be going around mm. in circles again. And, yeah, to me, to me, yeah, to me, it's always. I mean, okay, personally, I mean, having said that, I haven't put any of my own stuff out there yet. One, I mean, if I do pursue the thing, you know, they they're like, you should just pursue it, get it back, and then just put it out. I'm like, yeah. I mean, I have no reason to put it out per se, not to make money anyway. I mean, but, like, like your like the what album? I mean, what what is the? I mean, I can I could help you with that, and you could take a look at. Yeah lah, that's something you need to check yeah. lah. But but if you get back the 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 rights to the recordings, you should be able to put it up. Really. Oh okay okay yeah. okay okay. Talk to me about this earlier lah. Well, you know lah. <laughs> I got time. I got time to do this kind of thing. Yeah, and of course that's the thing. That's the thing lah, right? Because at the end of the day, I mean, it takes time, it takes effort, you know. It, it may even cost you something, right? Yeah. So then. Then you're like eh, calculating. I mean, you have so many things to do. Yeah, yeah. It's not as if you got nothing to do. So that's that. That <laughs> is the issue, lah. But what I was about to say was that actually, you know, we have actually kind of lost the synergy, you know, that we used to have back then between the film and the music industries. Mm. That's totally gone now. It's totally gone, right? Because you know, the film industry, uh, TV, and so forth, they're kind of on their own. They do their own things. Mm. There's no real. Um, no real kind of uh, kind of intersection. Yeah. Right. The only true. thing you only, the only intersection I see, right, ironically between these two is in the NDP yeah. uh, song. Yeah, that's true. That's the, the only time, and it's yeah, and, yeah. And, it, and it's and it's always well received, and and and, and so I, the question is why is this not done more? You see, that's the thing. What. Apart from your indie independent guys who are doing shorts, who are just sending them out to festivals and stuff, there's hardly any other. Uh, yeah, there's nobody who's yeah. selling. But that's that's that's, that's yeah. the thing. And and you know you you talk about oh why don't they get like you know like getting a sync thing? The thing is also because there is no awareness, the younger players don't know. So maybe now okay maybe I mean. I'm just maybe now with thanks to thanks to COVID and stuff like that, in a way, a lot of so many young musicians have been putting out their own stuff because you know, they had nothing to do or whatever it is, all for various mm. different reasons. Like over the last two years, just go online, you can see, you know, the the, the it's really a seriously a, such a big influx of music coming out. And maybe, you know, whoever's doing who's who's doing uh, music and stuff like, or, or films and stuff like that maybe they might listen to these things and go actually this one works very well for this short film I'm doing so whether they would or not is a different thing but right now the, the avenue it's not that there isn't a lack of it it's just that the awareness is still not there you know what I mean I think, yes, I think, I think see, to uh, me I think so we need to get to the root the root of the problem is awareness hmm. yeah I mean that that is the reality I mean why you see, that's the thing. There's always a missed opportunity, a lost opportunity. There's so much we could do here, right? But there nobody can be bothered. I mean, simple. Between the two of us, we can come up with 20 over different ways to get this done. <laughs> but, but what? I mean, we are not tasked to do that. So why, why would you bother? If you want to talk about making money from music, that's where you make money from music. Believe me, I know. Right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so I mean, like, 
maybe this could be something that, you know, if you're a mutual out there, get somebody to help push your stuff to these arenas. And I mean, right now, so I mean, I don't think, don't even think it needs to be, it needs to be here, Singapore, right? I mean, accessibility no, around the exactly. world. Exactly. So. No, there are, there are some uh, composers here who have gotten, because I think they've signed with publishers and stuff, who've got their music. Sometimes I see lah, on, on online, mm-hmm. right? They manage to get placed in, in TV shows. Because think of the num- sheer number of TV shows you've got now mm-hmm. with all the streaming, right? Yeah. Right, you, you go to Netflix or Disney, you see the sheer number of shows. <laughs> so I'm sorry, that's the, the other thing I forgot. My one and only will be featured also in uh, the Hungry Souls. Oh, TV okay, series. okay. <laughs> of course. <laughs> why not? <laughs> why yeah, not? Why not? No, but I mean, if, if, if there's any takeaway from this, actually, that is you know what we are ranting about at the end. What can be done about it? Because there's so much opportunity right there, you know, for our local musicians, songwriters. Right. right? But, you know, nobody's kind of, or it seems to me, nobody's really tapping into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing, you know, um, again, maybe, I mean, who knows with the, everything slowly opening up again, this could be an opportunity. Yeah. You know. Well, uh, anyway. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, yeah. anyway. Thank you for tuning in to, to this rant and rave about soundtracks, OST. Yes, uh, we hope you have learned something or will be interested enough to go check out. Uh, Mipo- I, okay, I can't find, I can't find, I can't find Mipok Man anywhere. No, Mipok Man is not on Netflix now? No, I mean, Netflix, yeah, you can go check out the movies. You can, you can watch, Mip- I think all the Eric ones are on Netflix, right? Yeah, yeah, all the Eric so, ones are on Netflix, yes. I mean, 12 stories somebody uploaded on YouTube. What? Really? <laughs> okay. No, I mean, I mean the soundtrack. Oh, the soundtrack. soundtrack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so soundtrack I, is yeah. on YouTube. 12 stories, yeah. We can, we, you can check out the real quick. Meepong Man, no. Meepong Man, I don't think so. Been. Unless you want to do it. Like, since you're there. No, I'll fall. Nothing better to do. Yeah, nothing better to do. Uh, no, you don't have to upload it. Just, just give me a can because I cannot find that anywhere. I've been, I've been trying to get a copy of that one. I cannot get that one. <laughs> Correction. Meepong Man. Mipok Man huh? has the single that's out on online. The single, me, single? the single being uh, the opposition lonely realm with oh, vocals okay, okay. and without vocals. So the instrumental version that that was used in the opening it done by OP themselves. I have no idea who's I have no idea who's doing it. But okay. yeah, that that's the only one that is like so called out there. I mean, the album itself right. you can't find it. I can't even find it on the. Album no lah. Album no. I I've, I've searched before so. Yeah. Yeah, in the NLB also don't. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Oh well. Anyway, let's just wrap up this episode. Thank you very yeah. much for for tuning in to this one. Hope you have been taking notes. Well, there will be a quiz on this, so yeah, there there will be a open <laughs> open book test. Open. Right. Open book. Yeah, open, book. <laughs> open book. Open book. Open eyes. Open ears. So open yeah. mouth test. And and don't forget to tell people about this uh, podcast. That one. That is your other yep. homework. Huh? Go back. Tell everybody yeah. about this podcast. Tell them to tune in. Share. Share. Like. Subscribe. Leave a. I think. I think what we what we really like is if you listen to this on things like Spotify or Apple, where they now have a rating uh, system, you can actually rate us, and the rating you must put is five stars. That is a must. Yeah. 
and you, and on these also you can leave reviews. So if you do if you do that, that will I mean that that yeah. helps like that really helps like. we, you know Kevin and I are doing this out of our own volition and and you know everything <laughs> I mean we're, we're we're just doing this everything ourselves and we're producing everything ourselves. We're trying to we're trying to get everything done. Um, you know, just just between the two of us. Although we would like to grow this this podcast as much as we can, um, you know, you'll probably realize that there's a lot of sometimes there are a lot of inconsistent <laughs> gaps in somewhere in between the, the whole production, the whole production process. That's because we have other things to do, uh, you know, and, uh, and and we can't always like to devote the time that we want. But you know, we 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 that's why we ask your help. Or just send us Joe Rogan money. Yeah. Yeah, we have a we have a donation button. We have a donation button, so <laughs> click that link and then send us the Joe Rogan yeah. money. We don't mind. <laughs> we don't mind. We can upgrade our equipment. We don't mind at all. We can finally upgrade yeah. our equipment. We can yeah, finally, me, yeah, finally get get actual proper stuff done. <laughs> and then who knows what next? What what might come next? Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so don't forget. It's all in your hands. You have the power. Uh, like. Subscribe, follow, <laughs> click the bell, donate if you want. Yes, you have the power. So anyway, thanks so much again for tuning in to another episode of Lion City Rock. Uh, the next episode, it's going to be something different but the same. <laughs> I'm not true. Nah, I don't want to spoil it. So of course, I, I you have to tune in. But you have to. You have to. No you, have what, to you have to. No matter what, that was just to, said. To understand why, why, why we say that, yeah. Just tune in. Thank you very much again, all you guys, for your support. Thanks for listening. Uh, and say goodbye, Chris. Goodbye, Chris. <laughs> Ciao. <laughs>